It's Wednesday, September 7th, and you're listening to episode 68 of the Chasing Coins podcast. We are your weekly honest dive into the world of sports, and uh, it's a big week here at Chasing Points Podcast as we uh, get ready for football. It's right around the corner. I'm Sam. And I'm Brandon. Oh, he let me do my name today. I oh, let look it, at that. Look I learned. at that. Wow. Last week that was rough for me. Wild. <laughs> oh, thanks, we Sam. are. Appreciate it. Okay. Yes. We the best a... episode of the year, this honestly, is, uh... in my opinion. This is my yeah, favorite absolutely. episode. Something we look forward to every year. We can, uh, we could do it alone, but what fun is that? So we yep, have some not. friends joining us today. No uh, strangers to uh, our little podcast here. Reintroducing Harrison, Dame. What's up, guys? How are you? So, what's up? Welcome Happy to, to the be pod. on. Thank you. Thank you for being on. We appreciate you guys. Um, quick, quick reminder. These two uh, are two of my best friends in the world. They are... I'm going to call them all the names I possibly can, um, but they will give it right back to me. So you're in for a long show. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. But go ahead, Sam. Lead us in, man. We had to keep Hayes honest today. So this is the best <laughs> way to do it. Fair. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, busy, uh, busy offseason, to say the least. Uh, NF- the NFL season kicks off. Well, when you're listening to this, it'll be Wednesday. And uh, tomorrow, we'll say. So uh, what is it? Bills and... Uh, Rams in LA. Yeah, Thursday night football. I'll be missing that game, unfortunately. I'm not too well, happy about that. Well, that's I'm happy point. about where I'll be, but I'm not too happy that it's the same day of the first game of the season. But it is what it is. It is priorities, man. What are you doing? Uh going to see K Tronada. I've missed uh, seeing K Tronada for the past six to seven years. Dame knows all about my trials and tribulations when it comes to this. Uh so of course it falls on the first game of the season, and it's Gonna probably be one of the best games of the season, of course. So uh I'll be watching it on replay. Don't you dare think about texting me either. I will fight you. Oh, I'm gonna send oh. you so uh, I will fight you. Thank I you. I don't even know what K Trinata is. Well, you I'll I'll send you some music after. You'll probably be vibing in your office and all the people will hate me there later. So you're welcome. Well, uh <laughs> it's not like you host a sports podcast or anything. It's so. true, it's true, you know, it's okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, back to back to business, guys. Let's catch up on a really busy offseason. So I have some bullet points, and I thought when I'm doing some research for this, I'm like, oh, let me throw down, like, catch everyone up on a crazy offseason because I forgot, you know, the, the order of a lot of these things happening. And then I got to 11 bullet points, and I'm like, oh, geez. But here we go. Rams beat the Bengals. Remember that, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Then we spent owners spent three point five billion dollars on free agents this offseason, leading the way were the Jaguars there. Devontae Adams gets traded to the uh to Las Vegas. He reunites with his Fresno State quarterback Derek Carr. Then the Chiefs trade Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. On uh, draft night, Hayes' Eagles acquire AJ Brown. <laughs> Broncos country rides with Russell Wilson and got him from the Seahawks. I uh, don't think that we're not going to bring that up, by the way. It's Harrison Swin. Yep, continue. Matt Ryan goes to the Colts. <laughs> Carson Wentz to the Commanders, if that matters. Does Baker it? Mayfield to the Panthers. <laughs> Dame's a Commander fan, so oh, that's why okay. his face was that. Amari <laughs> right. Cooper heads to the Browns, and then uh, the Browns acquired Deshaun Watson, even though he had 25 lawsuits against him. <laughs> yeah. Calvin Ridley gets suspended for betting on NFL games. DeAndre Hopkins gets suspended for using PEDs and some quarterback battles or not so much battles in the preseason got settled 
the last few weeks. Mitch Trubisky is a new starter for the Steelers. Baker Mayfield's under center for the Carolina Panthers. And our, as a Jets fan, Geno Smith gets the nod in Seattle. So that's a, a barn burner there. Can't wait for Monday Night Football. But here we are, busy offseason. We'll, we'll get a catch up. And I didn't, I didn't make this rundown. I did not put the order of these teams. I have no idea why Hayes did this, but let's start with the Broncos and the AFC West. You can't bury the lead here. And the, everybody's been talking about it all offseason, along with all the things that you just mentioned. By the way, just going back to our childhood, we've never seen off-seasons like this. These off-seasons have been absolutely crazy, and this one has been right up there with all the moves that we've had and seeing some big names go to some other teams and also with the player <clears throat> entitlement or the player movement of moving themselves to wherever they essentially want to get themselves moved to uh it's it's added to this so uh but the biggest topic that's been so far in and you'll even see with our picks it's pretty much been the same anywhere i've watched or any person i've heard talk it's about the afc west <clears throat> so no doubt. And the AFC West, to start right off in the storylines here, um, the number one question is who in the hell is going to win this division? <laughs> we'll put our guesses to that in a second, but we'll get there. Uh, the Broncos, again, as Sam alluded to, uh, the Broncos got Russell Wilson, uh, Sam, I mean, Harrison's twin. Uh, so I wish you guys could see Harrison right now. I'm going to make sure I put this up on our website or our <laughs> podcast thumb or page and Instagram, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, but he got a new contract. Let's ride. Uh, <laughs> what is, what is this team? Has, is he what this team has been missing? Uh, I guess we're going to find that out. Uh, the chargers will Herbert take the next step uh, with that defense being as scary as it is on paper. Will that translate to the field for the chiefs? Seems like people forgot about what the Chiefs are with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so will they be able to withstand the loss of the Cheetah? Uh, will Patrick Mahomes be the best version of himself? And as Sam also alluded to earlier, Devontae Adams is now with his college quarterback, the guy that he also almost lost his life with, what I found out today, in a whitewater rafting incident, which is why they're so close. Um, will they have the connection that they're looking to have will it be better than what he had with Aaron Rodgers and will this take them to the next level with Josh McDaniels finally being the head coach and not being out of the Patriots so with that being said gentlemen I'm going to start with Harrison first on this one Harrison who do you have winning this division and why uh, I got the Broncos coming out of it I think I think the move they made to get Russell was was huge. I mean, I you know, I think their wide receiver core is was is really good. I mean, Jerry Judy's a monster. Um, you know, we'll see what uh Gordon can do out of the backfield. I think they have good defensive pieces. Um, one of the best safeties in the league. I I, I think they I think they do it. I think the other teams have some question marks. I mean, the Chargers obviously are stacked on defense. The Chiefs still have Patrick Mahomes. I think I mean, just to spoiler alert, like all I'm picking three teams out of the AFC West to make the playoffs. Like that doesn't happen often, but I, I think those three teams are that good. Um, but I have the Broncos winning the division, um, uh, the Chiefs coming in right behind them, and then the Chargers coming in right there too. So um, I like a lot of I like all those teams, and I, I think it's valid. Um, so, but I got the Broncos coming out of it. That's fair. That's fair, Dame. Uh, you have a a different pick as well and i alluded to this team a little bit earlier uh who would you choose uh to win this division this year 
Um, you know, it, it really is a tough decision, like Harrison said, because there's so many good teams. I uh, do like the to win it. Yeah. That's on me. <laughs> it's okay. Things happen. <laughs> you do like to win it. Go ahead. I do like the Chiefs. You know, <laughs> that concerns me is the one person that kind of shore up the back end was Tyron Matthew. I felt like he was a big part of that defense. Um, like when you have a safety like him, he can make up for the lack of bad secondary play just because he can kind of always put you in the right position and make it a little difficult or someone to second guess. You know what I mean? Um, I think Cheat is a big loss, but I feel like Juju has something to prove. And I think he's a bigger receiver and he can still get it done. I, I'd like them to, I like to see them come out of there, honestly. Okay, that's fair. It's fair. Sam, who do you have? I have the Chiefs too. And that was a great point on on Honey Badger there because you saw how many times um, Sorensen got burned last year, especially in, in the Barbecue playoffs. Barbecue chicken. Yeah, that, that defense isn't very good. And um, they're going to have to score a lot of points. But, <clears throat> you know, uh, it, it's going to be Eric, Andy Reid and Eric Bianami just needing to revamp and re identify this team. And yeah, Pat Mahomes is going to have to do Pat Mahomes stuff. Um, They've won the AFC West six years in a row, um, but now this is this is a completely new AFC West. I'm I'm with Harrison though. I, I have three teams coming out of this division, um, with the Raiders looking in here. But um, you can make it. I could easily make a case for any of these teams winning yeah. this division. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm surprised being that both Dame and you chose the Chiefs. You didn't say anything about Valdez Scantley, who I think is going to be possibly the breakout player this year um I, I think with Mahomes and this is not my pick by the way um I think that with Mahomes and having a quarterback under center like him uh you raise the value we always talk about it when it comes to Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady is that they when you have a quarterback a quarterback of their caliber you raise that level of that wide receiver so I just don't understand why people aren't talking more not saying you guys aren't talking more about Patrick Mahomes like that as well but I guess we're gonna have to see what that product's gonna be yeah but MBS is MBS has been catching passes from Aaron Rodgers for years and he's inconsistent to say you know best I mean I think he could have a great year I mean they're going Juju's gonna have to have a great year they're gonna have to figure out the run game the line is one of yeah. the better lines in in football now, but it you know I think Clyde Edwards Elair was just drafted way too early, and we just all hyped him up because he's you know mm-hmm. in this prolific offense. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of questions there. I like MVS. I just don't think. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't think he's a a difference maker. I, th- I think for their sorry yeah. for no, their offense, ahead, their offense is no question mark at all. Like they're gonna score points for me. Defense, like it's what Dame said. Like they lost Honey Badger, they lost that backline guy. They they give up a lot of points, and you know it's just it's just going to be run and gun. And I I think the Broncos' defense is a little bit better than theirs, and I think the Chargers' defense a little bit better than theirs. But I, I do think the Chiefs' offense is probably the best one. I agree, but you mentioned defense, and guess what? You also mentioned the team that I chose, which is the Chargers, uh, because of getting Khalil Mack, because of Joey Bosa being there. Um, isn't there a certain safety back there that we were just talking about? Safeties, right? That, you know, he sometimes can stay healthy or not. I mean, can you guys remind me what that safety's name is? I know you know the safety's name. Well, when Derwin. he's on the field, it's Derwin James. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Derwin. Derwin, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... 
I I believe he was agent. What's going on here? I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Derwin. There's also a Xbox inside joke between Harrison, Dame, and myself uh, with an individual that is not here and the way that he says his name. Um, but <laughs> but with that being said, uh, I do think the only thing, in my opinion, that could hold the Chargers back is their head coach and some of the decisions that he made last year. I don't think they're going to translate to this year. At least I hope not. Um, and also Justin Herbert. I mean, he's had a, a couple years now in the league uh, to mature, to actually see, to have the speed, understand the offense. Uh, he's been in the system for a, a little time now. Uh, but I think they have everything that they absolutely need uh, to win. And, and to Harrison's point, I, I still do believe that the Chiefs are the best offense and out of all of these, I think, honestly, to me, the second best toss-up is between the Raiders and Broncos when it comes to offense. Um, and I might have to go Raiders because I do like they have the best wide receiver in the league. But I have just defense wins championships, and I have to go with the Chargers for that alone. My my issue with the Chargers is just the Chargers in general. Like, they, they, lose, they lose too many games. Like, they do. They do. Brandon Staley's got to do a better job of like in-game management for this team to have a shot at the playoffs. Justin Herbert is, you know, on that level that, you know, he's he's going to be great. He is great now. They're on a he's on a rookie deal. This is their window. You, they spent a lot of money this offseason. They got JC Jackson, they got Khalil Mack, but you know, can they put it all together and actually win games? That's what that's why I didn't pick the Chargers. But again, I I could easily make a case for any yeah. of these teams. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think anybody can go wrong with any of the choices that they have in this division. Uh, it's it's really the the most uh, the the biggest wild card that we have out of any division of who's going to actually win this. Uh, I I looked at this over when I was putting this list together and just reading it over and and thought about it throughout this whole off season. I really I've changed my mind at least three times on who I thought was going to win this division, and I'm sure I'll change it again. Uh, but for podcast purposes, I'll stick with what I've chose for this. Um, so we've we've now covered the AFC West. Well, let's go to the North. Um, we have the Bengals. Uh, can they repeat? That miracle season that they had, they came out of nowhere uh, and got all the way to the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody saw that um, except them believing in themselves. Uh, with Joe Burrow having this the surgery this offseason, will he be fully healthy? Will he be able to make it through the whole season? Uh, the Browns, as we know, they've probably been the most controversial team throughout the whole offseason, signing Deshaun Watson uh, with him being out and conveniently coming back for the Texans game. Good job, NFL. You guys are scumball, scumbags, scumballs, all that. Um, will they stay afloat while Deshaun Watson's out? Uh, the Ravens, pay Lamar Jackson, please. Um, does he get his contract before the season starts? As Sam talked about, the season starts on Thursday. Will he get his contract? Will he get his contract before he actually they actually play on Sunday? We will see. Um, and will he have another MVP season? Uh, and then for the Steelers, Big Ben is not there this year. I'm sure Steelers fans are extremely happy. I am. Um, <laughs> what will this team look like without Big Ben? Um, and will Pickett end up starting before the season's over? Gentlemen, with all that being said, uh, Sam, I'll start with you first. Who do you have winning this division? I have the Bengals. If you're you're not surprised, Hayes, I'm I rolled the Bengals in the I'm middle of last year and was yeah. was pretty happy with the outcome. They uh, the thing that plagued this team was 
uh, Joe Burrow was sacked 70 times last year, which is the third most in NFL history, and they still made the Super Bowl. Um, they have a whole new right side of their offensive line, including the center. Uh, Lyle Collins is the the standout there from the Cowboys. So, um, But only eight teams in NFL history made a return trip to the Super Bowl after uh, or the next year. So, you know, there's that. But I, I just think I, I think the Ravens are going to be good. You know, I, I'm not sold on Jacoby Brissett keeping uh, the Browns afloat. Like, it's going to go through Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm not too impressed with their offensive weapons otherwise. And, um, yeah, the, the Ravens, um, they could easily win this division too. Not not the hedge, but they missed – their starters missed 114 yep. offensive games last year, yep. including the whole backfield. So, like, yeah, anything's possible. <laughs> but I, I'm going to ride with the Bengals. I also have the Ravens making the playoffs. Okay. Dame, who do you got? You know who I got. Thorough Burrow. <laughs> Thorough Burrow. The NFL is an arms race, and I just don't see anyone in the AFC North with the ability and the intangibles that he has. It's undeniable. Um, I, I love Lamar Jackson. I wish he was, you know, in a situation where I can have a, some sort of argument against the Bengals, but I just don't. And I do feel like the Bengals just – they really got it out the mud. Like, they really didn't give up on a lot of players like Joe Mixon. They stuck with their tight ends. And I think the line is something of that'll fix itself over time. And if Burrow can get the ball out a little quicker, something similar to what Brady does, he can maybe move the chains but avoid the sacks. Um, I don't think the Browns have a chance in <laughs> them afloat for anything that Deshaun Watson is going to come back and do. And the Steelers might as well play our high school team at this point. I don't, I don't have any respect for them either at this point. <laughs> no respect. Wow. I, wow. Ouch. Right now. Okay. Well, that was – I like that. That was a little spicy. I like that. Uh, Harrison. I hear <laughs> Harrison, what you got, man? For me, it's the Bengals, too. I think their talent is undeniable. Um, they're going to use this year to kind of show and prove that their run last year wasn't a fluke. Um, they're just so stacked at, at kind of every position. And um, like Sam said, sure enough, that offensive line was their biggest question mark. And if those guys coming in, you know, can can do that, I, I don't see how they don't kind of run away with this division. And the only reason I I don't think they run away the, with the division is because I think Lamar Jackson is also in kind of a show and prove mode, um, no contract contract year. So like he's going to come out and 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 have that comeback. I, I think he's a great player and he's gonna he's gonna do really well for the Ravens. The only bad part about the Ravens they lost their mascot Poe for the year. Uh, so that's a I big that loss. ACL. Yeah. We'll see how he recovers, but that that's a huge loss to the Ravens. I I can't stress that enough. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. I, I have a little bit more respect for the Steelers than Dame does. I think they they wind up third in this division. Um, they have a lot of question marks, a lot of young guys, but you know, I think um, I think they're just coached so well that I don't think they'll be terrible. Um, and then the Browns, I just don't see them staying afloat, um, and I think they just have too much drama, too many issues. But I, I don't think they'll be bottom of the barrel NFL at all. I, I think they'll get some wins too. So I think it'll be a very competitive division, but I think the Bengals have clearly the most talent in that division. I, I think this division, to your point, it has been pretty competitive for as long as I've pretty much known. Um, it's it's definitely a defensive division. Um, I know for the longest time, Damon myself uh, started every season off betting uh, for the Browns to be relevant every season, and then they finally become relevant, and 
it just it lost its luster to us. Um, but I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I'm not so down on the Steelers like Dame as well. Um, the only reason I'm not is because they have the best head coach in all of football, and that's Mike Tomlin. I oh. absolutely love him, and he hasn't had a losing season, but this might be the year that he has a losing season, and I that's unfortunate. I also don't like the Steelers for this fact. Um, they changed the stadium name, so it's no longer Heinz Field, so they can kick rocks for that. I like my ketchup on my burger. Anyway, that's um, the kind I'm of a, analysis we don't get anywhere else. Thanks, exactly, exactly. Where are you? That's get why this people from? tune in. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Sam. Let them know. Um, so I have the Ravens as my brothers over here all chose the Bengals. I'm by my lonesome, and because of Lamar. Uh, I, I to Harrison's point, and he said it perfectly, which is why I immediately went with this. Is he's the type of person like, oh, so you're gonna doubt me? Watch what I do. And he conti continuously has done this. Everybody said that he should be a wide receiver, a running back. And he's consistently shown everybody to sit there, shut up, hold my jock, and watch me do what I do. And I'm just, I'm happy that they're, he has his tight ends back. Uh, I don't think all his all the players on the offensive side are going to miss as many games, and that's a huge thing. I don't think that's going to be a back-to-back -back thing unless they have the Yankees training staff, and that means that everybody's going to go down again. Uh, so that's possible. But, um, yeah, I'm taking a shot at the Yankees. I had a Yankee shirt on today. I had to take it off. I was disgusted with myself. Anyway, um, you're welcome, Harrison. Uh, but, yes, the Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens. Yes, Dame, what are you going to say? Real quick, how do you feel about Lamar Jackson bulking up to 230? Uh, I think he's doing it just to – I don't think it's going to slow him down, but I think he's trying to basically maul people when he runs this year. I think he's just trying to be like, okay – I got hit. I got injured because I'm a little slender, uh, but that helps his agility. It might slow him down a little bit, but I think he's gonna be able to to truck people more. Honestly, I, hope I guess we'll see. I, I hope he's, he's not doing that. Okay. Okay. If he doesn't have a contract by Thursday, he's not touching anybody. <laughs> well, yeah, that's We're that's sliding. very very true. We are <laughs> baseball sliding. The yeah, that's fine. They're fine, Brandon. <laughs> fine. Okay. As soon as he they trucks somebody. Lose. Whew. Yankees so can't lose today. The game was postponed. So we're uh, in yeah, that's, that's true. They're they're in luck today. They're yeah, in they're luck fine. Today. So they're what do you fine. guys think? Speaking of a, it doesn't sound like any of us are high on the Steelers, and Vegas has them at only seven and a half wins. But when do you feel like we'll see Kenny Pickett, if at all? Two gloves. I'm gonna say week seven. Yeah, I'd go pretty soon. Not incredibly soon, but pretty soon. And and Vegas has them at seven. I have them. Or what was their line? Seven, seven this and a half. Caesars is seven and a half, but that I was with, that was seven a couple wins. days ago. Yeah, I think they're pretty accurate on that. I think I got them at seven wins, and um, so I think kind of in the middle of the year when it's kind of not going well and not 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 the best, but like why not shake it up? All I know is they better head off, hand off the ball to Najee Harris if they want a chance to do anything. So. That's that's all I got to say about that. So let's go right to the AFC East. Uh, I don't really even think we should go through any of this because I think all of America knows who's winning this division. I'm sorry to you two Jets fans. Um, the Bills are favored to win it all, like in general. Uh, but can the Bills overcome last season's playoff heartbreak? Uh, Dolphins, does Tua take the next step to be great? Uh, does it all come together in Miami with the first-year coach, uh, Mike McDaniels? Uh, the Jets, it's Zach Wilson's, Zach Wilson's second year. How, how did his off-season injury set him back and set the team back? Uh, are the new additions enough to make this team better? 
and the Patriots. Is there enough talent on this roster? Does it matter who calls the offensive plays? Uh, Sam, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you on this one. Again, so what do you think? Because you know you are our our weekly, our consistent Jets fan here. What do you think is gonna happen in your division? I think it's I think it's the Bills' division to lose. I don't see. I, I think the Dolphins may be able to piece some things together and give them a bit of a fight. And the Patriots, I'm you know I've been a Jets fan my whole life. I'm not gonna count out Bill Belichick, but. <laughs> Uh, the Bills were the only team last year to have a top five offense and defense. Tredarius White's not um, playing for a couple games, but I still think I still think they're they're the favorites to win. I think they're like plus six hundred. Um, you could make a case that they easily could have won that Chiefs game, and they'd easily be in the Super Bowl. And I'd probably pick them to win that Super Bowl last year. You know, I, I like this team. Um, you know. We'll see with uh, Dable leaving what that, you know, how the yeah. Bills uh, adjust there. But the receiving core is is great. The r- running backs, they added James Cook. Devin Singletary is going to do what he does. And I, I like this Bills team. Okay. Uh, our other Jets fan, um, Harrison, who do you got? I'm uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh, okay. Okay. Here here he goes. Here he goes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will say for the Jets, uh, their their line is five and a half. I think they go over. I think they get six wins. So that that's good. Bold predictions the, out here. I got the Patriots <laughs> having five wins, so I I think the Jets won't be bottom of the barrel in the in the mm. uh, AFC East. So uh, but like Sam, the Bills, like it's, you know, they're they're the most talented in that division. I think the division's a little weaker. They're gonna, you know, win their divisional games, take care of business. Um, I have them at 13 wins. I think they'll be tied for tops in the league with the Rams. Um, and then the Dolphins, yeah, I like the Ty- Tyreek Hill addition. Um, I don't quite know if two is that guy. Uh, I guess we'll find out this year. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's the Bills division to lose, and I, I think they'll kind of run away with it, to be honest with you. I I also went with the Bills. Um, it's hard for me not to circle the wagon here. Uh, but uh, see what I did there? Um, so Tua... I just don't – I've never had faith in Tua even when he was in Alabama. I'm just going to be open and honest about it. I just never liked Tua's throwing motion. I think he's a great human being um, from all the things that I've heard about him. His football player, eh, does nothing for me. Um, but with Josh Allen, he does. Uh, he's a mobile quarterback. Uh, he can sling the ball. He can make any pass possible. Uh, and he's he's got some heart and some grit. So – with that defense, uh, with that offense, having Diggs, who's one of the best route runners in the league, um, I, I think they do take the next step. I, I know another name on that team is Knox, who is going to have a phenomenal year in my belief as well. Uh, but I don't, I, I'm don't just, sleep on Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie too. That's, Those that's receivers true. are going to step up. Very very true. Uh, I, I mean I I feel for the Dolphins because. I, they're kind of like in the same situation as my team, which we'll talk about later, but I have more faith in Jalen hurts than I do in Tua. Um, but I, that Dolphins team is literally, if Tua can be that guy, they're going to be a problem. They're absolutely going to be a problem. But if he's not, they're a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. And saying that in the same sentence as the Dolphins is wild for me. So 
yeah. yeah, this Dolphins team is easily the fastest team in the league. Hayes, you and I have talked about this all offseason. Hill, Chase Edmonds, um, Teron Armstead, the left tackle of the Saints. That's a huge addition. Yes. And Mike McDaniel's bringing over Kyle Shanahan's offense. The, you know, the Jets run the same offense. It's like a lot of zone blocking. And Miami was really bad at running the football last year. So this is totally going to help them. And um, when Raheem Mostert gets hurt, I think Chase Edmonds is just going to be a great addition in the backfield for them. I agree. I agree. Dame, you're closing this one out. Who you got, man? Yeah, man, it's undeniable. The Bills, I agree with all of you guys. Um, it's really the Bills division to lose, like Sam said. They just really maintain that high level of play. Um, I feel like the Bills are at a point where they just need to, like, shore things up, like – have their have all their eggs in one basket, know what they're doing, and move on it. The Dolphins are obviously scary, but Tua's just there's too many question marks around him, and I don't know. He just has a weird way to underthrow and overthrow at the wrong times. I just I, I watch him throw sometimes. I just get confused about like how he processes. Like it's almost as if he lacks depth perception, like of where to place the ball and when to release it. The one thing I do want to touch on is the Patriots. Um. I really I really had them like doing something special this year because I feel like this is one of those years where Mac Jones could like mentally break what he's under. Cause when you're in that Patriots organization, it's really, really tough. And you gotta kinda get some like I don't care in your system instead of running the plays and start trusting your own instincts. I think that's what it's gonna take for him to really like push the team to the next level. He's gonna have to be a little rebellious because every quarterback is. And that's what makes like Russell special. That's what made Joe Barrow so special, so quick. It's like I see something, I'm gonna do it, and you know, as it works out, then you get to loosen the range from the coaching staff a little bit. Yeah, he's got to have a chip on his shoulder from that game where he only like threw the ball a couple times, right? Was it was it a, the Bills game where it was like crazy windy or snowing yep. or something? Yep. Yeah, I, my I know it's been overblown in the media, like Joe Judge, uh, what's his name the. Matt Patricia running the offense essentially and Patricia is a defensive guy I know it's like everyone's talking about it I like really have concerns though what this Patriot offense is going to look like yeah. I mean if they're going to run the football with uh Harris and uh Ramondi Stevenson but I don't know who Mac Jones has really thrown the ball to and um Nelson you know, Aguilar yeah a guy that I your can't boy. stand yeah not my boy your boy <laughs> yeah let's so, go yeah. Players. <laughs> can i read no. my note on the jets sure please do i'm all ears for this biggest question is can zach wilson be as successful on the field this year as he's been off the field this <laughs> offseason <laughs> next throwing bombs and wow um that was a great way to uh transition out of that one uh afc south i'm not gonna ask you guys who you guys are picking because i know who you guys are picking and just like the last one, we all chose the Colts. But let's just run down uh, what is going on in this division, and we'll all say why we chose the Colts. Um, so the Colts, uh, they have seven Pro Bowlers, and this team didn't make the playoffs. I wonder why. Um, how much of an upgrade is Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz? A huge upgrade, let me tell you, as an Eagle fan. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, $259.5 uh this offseason. That's how much they spent, Sam? 
Yeah, that's total number. Jeez. Did I put the guaranteed money in there? Yeah, there's 155.25 yeah. uh, million guaranteed. Trent plus, Balky's uh, the worst GM in football. It's so yeah. wild. Plus a first-round pick, uh, Travion Walker. Um, can the Jags surprise uh, this year under Doug Peterson? We'll see. Uh, the Texans uh, with the first pick of the 2023 NFL draft uh, next season. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what they're looking at. Um, and the Titans, how long is the window open? Uh, Willis flashed uh, in the ple- uh, preseason. Is Tannehill's job in jeopardy? And does Derrick Henry still have it? Uh, gents, since we've, we've all chosen the Colts, um, I'm, I'm just going to have Harrison go first and share why uh, you chose the Colts. And then you guys will we'll chat and talk about the division uh, if there's anything else that stands out to you. Uh, I chose the Colts because I really don't like anyone else in that division. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, um, I, I think Matt Ryan's an upgrade. I didn't know they had seven Pro Bowlers. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Um, but I, I think – go ahead, Dan. The running back, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah, he's nasty. He's nasty. Yeah, he's I mean, he's they're going to they'll win the division. I, I don't know by how many games um, I think they'll be the four seed, um, but, you know, by default. Um, but I, I don't like anyone else in that division too much. I mean, Derrick Henry's getting a little you know, a little bit older. Um, I don't like Tannehill. Uh, Jaguars, I'm not not crazy about. And then the Texans are really, really, really bad. So uh, Colts by default. That's that's fair. Dame. Dame, why did you choose the Colts? Um, I, I really like Jonathan Taylor. Um <laughs> for the same thing Harrison said, like the rest of the, the other three teams, they can have whoever they want in there. They just always seem to find a way to mess it up. I don't I don't really know what it is. Um, but yeah, same reason for lack of choices. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also chose the Colts because Carson Wentz is not there. Um, so that's number one, uh, cause that was going to bring any team down anyway. Um, Jonathan Taylor, their defense, but also uh, I enjoy Frank Reich, a uh, phenomenal coach. But my wild card this year and the whole league in totality is the Jacksonville Jaguars because of Doug Peterson and what he does with quarterbacks. And I don't think uh, – I mean, now you actually have a head coach that's a man as the head coach and not a little punk bitch in uh, Urban Myers uh, there. Yeah, I, I can't stand Urban Myers. Yeah, don't make that face. Still don't know how he got a job immediately after that, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, wow. <laughs> but uh, I also – I also think the time has passed for Ryan Tannehill. Um, please get Malik out there as soon as possible, please. Yes, yes. That's why I have the Colts. Sam? Uh, the Colts have the third easiest schedule this year. Oh, okay. Jonathan Taylor ran 322 times last year. But I'm worried about everyone on that offensive line that's not named Quentin Nelson. Mm. And... Michael Pittman is going to be a problem this year. He is. I think he's going to make that leap. You saw Matt Ryan always relied on his number one guy, whether it was Julio or Roddy White or Calvin Johnson or Calvin Ridley. Um, Calvin Ridley wishes he was Calvin Johnson. And um, <laughs> that's for sure. uh, what Kyle Pitts like. It's it's always like the first first option. And, you know, they they added Steph Gilmore, too, which. 
I think he'll bounce back. He had a pretty rough um, season with the Panthers last year. He did. Um, and and uh, Darius or Shaq Leonard, he changed his name. Uh, he's healthy, so let's go. You know, I, I think they have a great defense. I really like this Jaguars team, though. I like long term. I feel like Peterson. You know, he's going to help Lawrence. Whereas I kind of feel like Lawrence was kind of on his own. But I question the money that was spent. They gave Christian Kirk $72 million. Zay Jones got $24 million and Evan Ingram got $9 million. So it's like, what? Um, so, yeah, we'll see there. Uh, my note on the Jaguars is nowhere to go but up. Trent Balky sucks. So. <laughs> He's jabbing today, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, fair, fair enough. Um, so that's been the AFC South. So let's go to the AFC. Oh, can I read my Texans note? Oh, go ahead. Please, please do. CJ Stroud, Ohio State. Bryce Young, Alabama. Will Levi, Kentucky. <laughs> AKA their first pick in the 2023 draft. Got you. <laughs> uh, AFC playoffs. All right. So now we've, we went through the divisions on uh, the AFC so now let's just hit the AFC wild card. I'll start off first. Uh, the winners that I have for the wild card are the Bengals, <laughs> the Broncos, and the Raiders. So I'm sure this is going to be a theme here that there is going to be a lot of the AFC West uh, in here. Uh, I'll go with you, Sam, next. Uh, who do you have in the wild card? Yeah, I, I talked about it already. We have the um, the Chiefs winning the West, but. Broncos and the Chargers. I think they'll also make the wild uh, wild card. And I like the Ravens. Um, I, all the points you made, Hayes, I, I agree with with the Ravens. And um, I think regardless of the contract or not, Lamar's going to prove himself this year. Or not. He has nothing to prove. He has nothing to prove. But he is going to shut people up. He loves doing that. Uh, Harrison. Uh, wild card for me, Broncos, Chiefs, Bengals. Okay. Dame? Same as Harrison. Bengals, Chiefs, Broncos. Okay. All right. So we got our wild card. So our divisional winners. Um, I have the Colts, Bills, Ravens, and Chargers. Um, Dame, you have? I have um, Bengals, Broncos, Chiefs. Harrison? Uh, two come out of here. So, I got Bills over Chiefs and Broncos over Bengals. You have that for the championship, e- right? You confuse me. It's divisional, <laughs> it's divisional but yes. yes, he got it. He jumped the gun, but yes, that's still fine. <laughs> Sam, who was your picks for the division? <laughs> um, division picks: Colts, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. Okay, cool. So Harrison's AFC championship is the Bills Broncos. I have the Bills Chargers. Uh, Dame has the Bengals Colts. Sam has the Bills Bengals. And this is where we all differ, except for Sam and I. Uh, Sam and I both have the Bills, where Dame has the Bengals, and Harrison has the Broncos. So that is the AFC. Now let's get to the NFC, where I can talk about some teams that I'm really intrigued because the AFC is really, really strong. It almost feels like uh, the NBA when the West was just absolutely dominating everything. Oh, shocker. They still are. Um, 
and let's see what we got here. So we'll start with the NFC West. All right. So the Cardinals, uh, will they crash and burn for the third straight year? <laughs> is Cliff Kingsbury on the hot seat? Uh, the Niners, it's Trey Lance time. Uh, is he ready? Or do they put Jimmy G in at some point? Or do they trade him? Who knows? Uh, the Rams, uh, the Patriots uh, were the last team to win consecutive Super Bowl titles, which is in 2003 to 2004. Can L.A. be the next? Uh, is Stafford healthy for the season? Uh, and the Seahawks, Harrison's former favorite team when Russell Wilson was there. Geno is in charge of the offense. Are they tanking for 2023? Harrison, who do you got to win this division? Um, easy pick to win the divisions, the Rams. I mean, they're, they're proven, um, they, they're bringing a lot back that that's easy for me. Uh, the middle of the race is, is fun. Like I, I think the 49ers and Cardinals, I think they'll kind of battle it out all year. Um, I have the 49ers coming out on top and getting a wild card spot. Um, and the Cardinals falling just short, uh, which means Cliff Kings, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is definitely on the hot seat. Um, and you know, we'll see where they go from there. They're going to miss D hop a lot tremendous amount um you know aj green's you know not quite the quite a replacement for him um but he may still have a little bit there but i i like the cardinals i i think kyler is is a is a top tier quarterback um he does make some stupid decisions sometimes but i think the talent is there and and the excitement is there so i have them have them right there but i think the 49ers are just a a, a lot better on defense um, I think Trey Lance is ready to take the next step, and we'll see what happens with Jimmy G and where he goes off into the sunset. Um, and then the Seahawks, uh, sorry, see you later. Um, it's a shame. DK Metcalf is really fun to watch, but we won't be watching much of him this year. So Sure won't. Uh, uh, that's that's quick, how I have it shaken out. Quick quick question. Uh, do we think that uh, Kyler Murray has Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 already pre-ordered? He's already uh, got it downloaded. Uh, yeah, hey, if I'm is that Activision? Do they do yes, that? If I'm is. them, I send I send Kyler like a copy ahead. Of time. I would I would have sent him the special package with everything that yeah. happened, so he can be like promo it, like yep, get an Instagram sponsorship yeah. out of it or something. <laughs> uh, I'm just speaking of that. I I have the Rams. I'll get to it in a second. Nuke suspended the first six games, so I looked at their schedule. Their home versus the Chiefs. Then they go to Vegas. Then they're home versus the Rams. Then they go to Carolina. Then they're home against your Eagles, Hayes. And then they go to Seattle. Week seven is Thursday night football against the Saints. So it's a short week. And then Call of Duty comes out. <laughs> it's a tough road for the Cardinals. So yeah. Cliff Kingsbury is getting fired. Ooh, that is that is go badly quickly. That is rough. They laid an egg in the playoffs last year. We talked about it. Like Kyler just like they got blown out last year. And Kyler's sitting there sulking on the bench. You know, you don't see a captain, a quarterback do that. You got Russ Russell Wilson's in there, like motivating dudes, even though like we want to poke fun at him because he's like nerdy and just you know, whatever. But like quarterbacks don't do that. Like leaders of the team don't do that. They don't sit there with a towel over their head when their team's getting blown out. You know, after starting the season seven and zero, like they don't do that. His and maturity I, level has yeah. always been a question. I think, like, yeah, his demeanor, the way he carries himself, because the talent think, is undeniable. But. Oh, totally. I think he's learned something this this off season. You know, they had him calling plays. He was scoring touchdowns on those calls. Like, like he needs to take more responsibility with this team, and I I think he will. But I I think the Cardinals aren't making the playoffs. Yeah, the demeanor is so bad, but it's like. 
like you see him calling play like he's a smart smart football player yeah i think they'll figure it out but i think it'll be too little too late because like you said that beginning gauntlet is a gauntlet yeah i mean he's 25 on top of that i I think we we also need to remember he's still a kid right not saying that we're that much older than him he's still a kid but this is his job right and this is what he chose to do um and i'd love to see the cardinals do something with this uh, but I don't see anybody doing anything outside of the Rams, uh, period, outside. The Niners, yes, the Niners are – if Trey Lance can be what they're projecting Trey Lance to be, the Niners already have the defense, uh, and they could be absolutely be a problem, and they could wreck this division and be right neck and neck with the Rams, but that really depends on Trey Lance and what they're going to put out there. Uh, but – I, I don't see the Rams are too strong, even with the loss of Von Miller. We don't know if OBJ is coming back or not. Um, so so we'll see. And then they also got Allen Robinson this year, too. So, they, I mean, they upgraded uh, at that point. So I, I'm, I'm very, very intrigued to see what's going to happen uh, with this team and if they can be better than they were last year. Um, Dame, what you got? Yeah, man, the Rams are an easy choice. And I think they're just in a similar position like the Bills and just maintaining a high level of play. You know, not getting, like, drunk off the success and falling off and not taking teams as seriously. Um, I like I'm pretty, Bobby Wagner. I, I want to see how he fits in there. I you know, about him. Thank you. For, uh, uh, what's, who's he just lose? I forget his name. You just said it. Von Miller. Von Miller. I don't know why that just slipped my mind. <laughs> I like to see how he incorporates in in that part of the defense. Uh, I feel like I feel like the secondary is going to get better, which is kind of scary because I I do feel like they just trust in Jalen Ramsey a lot more. Like last year, one thing that was like really evident was how they rallied around him specifically, and then he gave them the trust back, and I feel like it really helped them. Um, I like Trey Lance a lot moving on tonight. I really like Trey Lance. I'd like to see him get a shot. I've seen enough of all the different quarterback situations with the Niners over the years, and I'd really like to see him get a shot. I feel like he has that poise that you guys are talking about that um, um, Kyler Murray lacks in just that maturity. I feel like Trey Lance is like ready to put on the cape, lead a franchise, take the hits, take the blame, and the defense definitely helps like to take that pressure off a of QB. Um, Seahawks is really sad, and like you guys said, like <laughs> it's gonna suck not really seeing DK Metcalf like do his thing. Um, and yeah, I, I thought that's pretty much it on my end, man. I just I really would like to see Trey Lance, and I want to see the not the Rams get up out of there and win it again. Yeah, I, I uh, it's it sucks that the Seahawks, if you're a Seahawks fan, to think that you left a play uh, a Super Bowl on the table, and now you have this product that you're putting out, Geno. Gino is your quarterback. Um, that's that's enough right there. Um, NFC North. Uh, this is this division has been since Aaron Rodgers has been there. The Packers, uh, but the Bears have a new GM, a new coach, uh, and they're relying on Justin Fields to continue to develop. Which I love this young player. Uh, the Lions. Uh, Dan Campbell makes you want to run through a brick wall for him. Uh, and I, I do enjoy him compared to what how he started off his career with the Lions, as Sam and I have talked about that many a times. But uh, the Lions haven't won a playoff game in 30 years in eight months and one day. Um, so that is January 5th, uh, 1992. You know what the number one song was? What? I looked it up today. Number one what? song in the country, January 92, was Black or White, Michael Jackson. <laughs> 
<laughs> just for some retrospect. That's, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Packers, uh, the first team in NFL history with 13-plus regular season games uh, in three straight seasons. Uh, no Devontae Adams. Does that matter? Um, and can Rodgers three-peat for MVP? And the Vikings' new head coach, uh, Kevin O'Connell, uh, revolutionary, uh, can he revolutionize the offense? Uh, Sam, I'll start with you. Who do you have? I have the Packers. Um, I don't like the Packers in general, but they continue to just win 13 games every year. And I like Alan Lazard. I'm not quite sure how they're going to do it other than Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, which are bo they're both going to be problems. I like this Lions team a lot, though. Um, they have a the fifth easiest schedule, but I was trying to think of like an offense that would kind of surprise us, like like the Bengals did last year, right? Mm -hmm. We saw like we knew how good Jamar Chase could be, how good T. Higgins. We've seen Joe Mixon do it. We had questions about Burrow, and and they did it. I feel like this Lions team could do something like that with DeAndre Swift and uh, St. Brown, and and if Jamison Williams can get on the field this year. Uh, but my, I was looking at the Vikings because everyone's like picking the Vikings and they're going to actually like throw the ball and utilize Justin Jefferson more and do all this stuff. I just think this team is average. Mm. They're 16th in both last year in offensive and defensive DVOA, which really just measures efficiency. And Kirk Cousins for his career is 59 and 59 and two. They're just average. Like, and I, I hope they get better for, you know, competitive sake. And I don't like the Packers, but I feel like it's the Packers division to lose still. Yeah, I, I chose the Packers as well, just because Aaron Rodgers is under center um, and just his arm. And again, as I spoke to my point earlier, uh, when you have a quarterback like that under center, uh, it elevates everybody's play. Uh, they don't have Alan, Alan Lazard for the first game this week. Um, so that's going to be really interesting to see how he dishes the ball out uh, and what actually happens. But I always feel like the Packers start off slow. Like they like people always talk bad about them in the beginning of the season. Aaron Rodgers says, relax. And then the next thing you know, they're in the playoffs and then they lose because um, he can't win a Super Bowl again, apparently. Uh, but I, I, I enjoy their defense way, way more than anything that they're going to do on the offensive side. Um, Rasul Douglas, former Eagle, uh, to see the shine that he should have got back with the Eagles, to see what he's doing now with the Packers. He's absolutely been balling over there. Um, yeah, I just really love their defense, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm really, really intrigued by the Vikings. I can't stand Kirk Cousins. I have no faith in him. Uh, but I want to see Justin Jefferson. Uh, ball out. They did just get Jalen Rager from the Eagles as well, so that'll be interesting to see what he does there with the new scenery. Um, but the Vikings also have a viable defense as well, and they've had that for quite some time. Uh, without having with having this whole new coach coaching system, and now it's going to be a, a more offensive minded coach uh, compared to a defensive minded coach. Uh, I, I'm very intrigued to see what they do in the positions that they put in there. And as I talked about before, um, the Lions. Dan Campbell alone, I, I do love his energy. Uh, watching Hard Knocks, which I need to catch up on that. Um, just seeing the pieces that they have there. Uh, they All they really need to do is just play their game. And they were in most of the games last year 
they just were the lines and couldn't complete those games. Um, so I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what they, they do. Um, speaking of lions, Dame, your pick is the lions. And I would love to hear I love it. your pick. What? Mm-hmm. I love it. Alan Duke chip. <laughs> you, watch hard, you watch hard knocks a bit too many times. Yeah, you must have. Uh, you guys relax, relax. I didn't say nothing about you switching, following Russell Wilson everywhere he goes. <laughs> um, I like the, the the specifically for the division. The reason being is the leadership, and there's just a couple of things that stick out to me. Like, let's take the Vikings, right? If you put them against the Lions, the issue is what the quarterback. That's a, that that for me evens it out because Kirk Cousins is going to do the same thing that Jared Goff does. What I am relying on is the leadership at each position from the coaching staff. They're all grit, get it done kind of guys, everyone who succeeded and everyone on that coaching staff is not taking anything less than some a good product to put on the field. I trust their decision making. I I'm sold. Hard Knocks has something to do with it. I'm not going to lie. I am <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. But I feel like if Jared Goff could be a little bit consistent, mm-hmm. like he doesn't have to go 30 for 35. If he can go like 15 for 25, 15 for 30 without a turnover, I feel like they'll win games because if you look at them play last year, a lot of the reasons they lost games is like one or two mistakes and then most of the times there were mental errors. Like DB's doing the wrong things, flags, whatever the case may be. And I just trust that team to get it done more. Um, the Packers, everything you you make a decision on is predicated on having Devontae Adams, like the one receiver nobody can stay in front of. That's a big deal. That's a massive bailout. You know what I'm saying? So without him there, I'd like to see what they can actually do. So, so basically oh. you're saying that Jared Goff needs to be Mark Sanchez. That's what I heard. <sighs> that's, that's, dude, that's, I heard. that's honestly like Mark Sanchez – AFC championship game, like just manage the ball. Like Jared, that's, can he do that? Probably. I, I think so. But yeah, that's not, all you need. It's not an impossible ask. It's not impossible. No, you're just going to dump the ball off. Let the young guys do what they do. Make up the yardage. You don't have to go for the big play. Just be smart. Work within 25 yards. Be born Bernie Kozar. That's it. 25 and in, unless someone's wide open. Yeah, and you can, happen. Yeah. that coaching staff is smart enough to understand each player and their ability. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Harrison, you have the Vikings. Yeah, I do. I mean, Dame almost convinced me, but not not really. <laughs> it's still Jared Goff. And you compared Kirk Cousins, who throws for like four I, yards a year to Jared Goff. Like, you got I get Kirk Cousins is like kind of the whipping boy, but Jared Goff is not close to Kirk Cousins. Mm. Like, not close. But you, you watching in Washington. So, you know, I picked the Vikings partly because I, I'm a, I'm a little bit tired of the Packers, a little bit Packers fatigue. Um, I, I feel like they definitely, you know, lost a huge, huge piece in Adams. And um, I still think the Packers will be good, very good. Um, and But I think it'll be a battle at the top with the Vikings and the Packers, um, you know, both coming out with, you know, 10 or 11 wins. Um, I think both of them are very talented. I like the Vikings moving into a 3-4, do, do a little bit different on defense, kind of switch it up. Um, and then, you know, Justin Jefferson is probably the is going to be the best receiver in the league very soon if he's not already. Um, so Kirk Cousins has plenty of weapons to throw to. I think they'll be explosive on offense. Um, they got a great home field advantage. I, I think they rack up some wins. Um, but I, I just want to talk about the Bears for a second and how they're kind of leaving Justin Fields out to dry. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like they're not giving him anything to work with. The offensive line is terrible. 
Uh, Darnell Mooney, shout out Tulane. He's not a number one wide receiver. Like he's a good player, but him being the number one target is ridiculous. Like if you're going to give this guy a chance, you got to build around him. And it's kind of, it's a little bit infuriating to me how they're kind of hanging him out to dry and, and, you know, who knows where his career goes, but they're going to be terrible this year again. So just a little bit disappointed in the bears, um, but we'll see. And, and David Montgomery, I'm, I know he breaks a lot of tackles, but uh, Cole Komet's your number two option. Like it's just bad. It's yeah, just bad. I thought it was bad. With I mean, we we hated on Matt Nagy and uh, <laughs> the Ryan Pace for like two years now on this podcast, but they did not do anything to help that help this young quarterback. And he's got he had a really good preseason. Like he's got he's got the tools. I just I just feel like it's gonna. I, I like Justin good. Fields. I want to see what he can do. Like I I think he can. But if they're just going to stunt his growth like this and he's got to deal with this for another two years, he'll be out the league. Well, you're going to see one of his assets. You're going to see him scramble a whole lot this whole <laughs> season. So you're going to be able to see get, that. He's going to get a full display. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. he might. Um, let's go to the NFC East. Uh, I, I, Dame and I are both fans <laughs> of two teams in here. Uh, the commanders for Dame. Uh, oh, yep. no. Yep. Gosh. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Washington hasn't had a winning record since 2016. Carson Wentz is now Dame's quarterback. Uh, is Carson Wentz John? Uh, wait, wait. If, if if he doesn't want to be a Washington Commanders fan, oh, you're giving him out. I'm giving him, him out. out. Well, yeah. I'm giving him the pass to, to come I, over I, to the dark I, side I, and be an Eagles fan. My franchise is tired. Where are we going, Dame? Where? Nowhere. <laughs> Wherever I'm hanging it up. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna play FanDuel and like just no, be done just, with this. Whatever team he's gonna go to in Madden is the where his franchise is. That's what it's gonna be. Um so the the commanders again, Carson Wentz is the quarterback. Is this his last shot? Um is Juan Rivera quietly on the hot seat. Uh the Probably. Cowboys. Uh, Dallas attempting to be the first team to win the NFC East uh, and win back-to-back -back division championships since my Eagles in 03-04. Uh, no Tyron Smith. They did just sign Jason Peters, also a former Eagle. Is Mike McCarthy surviving this year? Absolutely not. Um, the Eagles, uh, they, what does that say? 2021 um eagles led the league in rushing and had the top had a top 10 defense uh is jalen hurts the answer at qb i can't wait for dame to say something about that um the giants new gm and coach oh my gosh new gm and coach uh daniel jones danny dimes is this his last chance is my boy saquon going to return to the form that he we believe he could be uh Dame, I'm going to let you go at your pick first because it is the most interesting pick that I've seen thus far outside of the Lions. So just just share your pick, sir. I'm going to start there. I'm going to start the Eagles with the quarterback thing because I have a shot to take it. Brandon Harden to break Hazelwood. Wow. Um, wow. The, when Carson Wentz was his quarterback and they drafted mm -hmm. Justin Fields, I told him this Justin man, Fields? You mean Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts, excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. I, mm -hmm. I told him he would lead this franchise. And I told them they're going to do good. And I feel like this year it's going to go great. I think things are going to go great in Philly. And we should go get cheesesteaks. Now, <laughs> on to more pressing issues, the Giants. I picked the Giants because, honestly, I want to be a rebel here. All you guys picked the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> this, no. was this was literally going against the grain. 
And, but I do feel like I do feel like every again, it's a new regime in New York. I feel like Saquon has something to prove. I feel like Daniel Jones has the tools, and they can make Harrison. Why are you shaking your head? No, this what is my. Tools? All right. Yeah, it is. It is yours. Go ahead. Like everyone counts on the Cowboys every year to win the Super Bowl at the free agency, and they don't. Nobody bats an eye at those people. So, anyways, I do think that the Giants have a chance. Uh, in a way, Brandon, I love you, but in a way, the Eagles do fumble things too. Like they're not. No one here is a Sherlock. Is all I'm trying to say. So if there's a little skirmish, I feel like the Giants are scrappy enough to get it out. If Saquon can stay healthy and Daniel Jones can do some things, they got a shot. To deny them a shot is is wrong. Like they have a chance. They have a good football team. They just don't. Just like the Commanders, they don't. They don't play well. They have like the best four defensive linemen outside of Aaron Donald that never play well. Like if you look at it talent wise. Well, I know that I'm checking Damon to some rehab place after this podcast um, to say Daniel Jones has the tools. He must have some gardening tools because he ain't got no damn tools. Um, <laughs> uh, Harrison, you were very animated during Dave's uh, description of why he chose the Giants. Uh, do you want to share your pick and why you were as animated as you were? I mean, one, like Daniel Jones isn't going to make it past week two. Like Tyrod Taylor is going to be the quarterback. T-Mobile, but like they, I, 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 the Giant. I think the Giants are terrible. I think their offensive line stinks. I don't like any of the kind of draft choices they made. Uh, I don't think they have any wide receiver. I, I just, I, I don't see it for them. I think for me, this division has a clear delineation between the top two and the bottom two. Like there's just a big gap there for me. Um, I, I love what the Eagles have done. Um, they've just, they were a playoff team last year, and they've added talent. Um, and then, I, you know, I think Jalen Hurts is going to take not a major step forward, but I think he'll be better. Um, and then the Cowboys are just they're the Cowboys and they're still solid. Like they they were a good team last year. I think they'll re repeat that again. Um, and then commanders are just commanders and Giants are just not not good football teams to me. That's fair, Sam. I had the Cowboys up until like four o'clock. And then I changed my mind because I was looking at the Cowboys. They were the most penalized team last year, 121 penalties. Um, in 2020, they had the third least amount of penalties. So Tyron, Tyron Smith, as we've talked about, is out until December if he even plays this year. Zeke's getting older. He's I, I looked at his numbers with uh, it was Dave Richard from CBS Sports had numbers with Zeke and Smith on the field and off the field and they're I mean Zeke's it's it's not great um so that's why I didn't pick the Cowboys I think I, I agree with Harrison it's you know the Eagles Cowboys at the top and there's a big gap in my opinion I really I like the Eagles I believe in Jalen Hurts it might be because I do a podcast with this this guy every week but um they have the second easiest schedule according to Vegas they returned everyone on their starting offense and added AJ Brown. Um, and then I'll tell you why I don't like the Giants. Aside from I don't think the future quarterback of this is on this roster, even though they have the easiest schedule in the league. I I I I, I want to believe in Saquon because you know I I don't ever sign off on drafting a running back number two, but you know I I thought this could have worked out and it just he has been healthy and he's he's got that chip on his shoulder and he wants to prove people wrong and you know he's, he's got to do it on the field i think i mean is there a reality where he does it and he keeps his team afloat and 
Daniel Jones can figure it out. Kenny Galladay looks washed. Uh, Kadarius Tony, you know, if he could stay on the field, that's great. And I, I like that there's there's pieces on the defense that I like, but I think this team is just like the the GM, the the new GM and and Brian Dable came from the Bills. Their future quarterback is not like they're going to want to blow this thing up. They've already started. I, you know, I think the Giants are a, a bottom five team. Let them blow it up and let them get rid of Saquon so Saquon can go on and play for whatever team outside of the Cowboys and let him do what he's supposed to do and shine. Because as Dame and I talked about off air recently, Saquon's decline started to happen as soon as they let OBJ walk out that damn door. Mm-hmm. Once you are able to load up that box, you don't scare other teams. And when there's nobody else for your quarterback to pass the ball to, guess what? We're going to take away your best offensive player, be us somewhere else. Because Sterling Shepard wasn't doing it. Evan Ingram wasn't doing it. So, I mean, what are you going to do at that point in time? Um I just pray that somehow, some way, they trade Saquon in the middle of the season to some other team that's a viable playoff contender, and he can do whatever he wants to do. Go ahead, you got your. Go ahead. The Giants' schedule is really bad. They might start really well. No, yeah, they have the easiest schedule. Period. Do the easiest literally. schedule according to Vegas. Yeah, I, I didn't look at it. I just saw the. They start at Tennessee, then they go versus Carolina, then versus Cowboys, then versus Chicago. So, I mean, they could be two and two. They probably will be two and two. I don't see them beating the Panthers. Do you guys think that Daniel Jones, like where he took over for Eli against the Bucks and he, you know, he was rolling out and he was, you know, he got the Danny Dimes moniker. You think that's like even possible? I mean, I I know Dame thinks it's possible. He said, you know, he picked them to win the division. (laughs) I'm not, and I'm not hating on that. I just don't, I just don't think it's going to work. And then if it does work for the Giants, and Daniel Jones has a pretty good year, then you got to pay this guy $30 million. Like, I don't care I what type of that. year that he has this year. I'm not paying Daniel Jones anything like that. He, he, at best, he's a backup in this league. I still think that was a reach for them to go out and get him when they got him. Um, and that's thanks to the last regime that they had. Uh, but, and in my opinion, the better quarterback on that roster right now is T Mobile Tyron Taylor. Just, let him just be the quarterback. I'm pretty sure you guys would be way better off, but I, I don't go ahead. So when T-Mobile starts, you guys think they'll win some games? Yes. No, no. I do. I, if, if they don't get off to this, a good start with what their schedule is like, it could go South in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. But they do have like with that schedule, like couple first games, they do have a chance to like not completely embarrass themselves. Um, But if, if that goes wrong and they lose to the Panthers, they you know they start zero and three with an easy schedule. Like it's going to get real ugly. Very very true. Um, mm. I think with the Commanders, uh, I think they made a terrible choice in getting Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> I will say that every chance that I get, any team that gets Carson Wentz and he's not a backup on, it's a terrible option to have him as that. He can make the throws, but I I think ever since he he tore his ACL, he has not been the same mentally. And then hearing how he's never been kind of that guy in the locker room and nobody kind of really respects him, and especially when you're the starting quarterback, I think that weighs a lot, and that changes the locker room. If you can't trust your your guy, it's it's all downhill from there. Um, the Cowboys, I, I do, 
even though the Eagles are my team, I do think they're going to have a tough time with Dallas. Dallas blew them out both times last year. They absolutely destroyed them last year. Um, obviously, the roster is a little bit different. There's still some some uh, leftovers from the team last year. They're bringing back most of their starters, I should say, and, and upgraded uh, the Eagles, that is. But I do think Dallas has the better quarterback right now in Dak. But I, I've said it on this podcast. I'll say it again. I think Jalen Hurts' ascension to where he's going to be is what Dak's is. But I think his leadership puts him eventually is going to put him above Dak um, because of how he commands that locker room. Uh, but I do think Dak is the better quarterback right now. And I also also got to remember Dak, this is his, his second year now back after that injury. Dak used to be able to scramble. I'm sure you're going to see more of that this year. And he's going to have to do it with no Amari Cooper out there. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody's going to have to pick up the slack for Ezekiel Elliott uh, because I don't think he's going to do anything. And Tony Pollard is going to be that number one running back. Um, as far as my boys, they about to win this division. And I'm just so happy about it. Just so happy about it. It's just, I called last year that they were going to make the playoffs and people laughed at me on this podcast and uh, people laughed at me outside of this and I said they were going to make the playoffs. So when I see them in the divisional championships or the divisional games this year, uh, even even the the conference championship, I'm just going to be very, very happy individual. Um, but yeah, no, all jokes aside, I do love what they did on the defensive side. Uh, they shored up and filled up all the holes that they really needed to do. Uh, and that was definitely linebacker and safety and had to shore up the other corner. Um, but it, it really does really fall on Jalen Hurts. That's the bottom line at the end of the day. It's Jalen Hurts. So it really is. playing devil's advocate here, and sure. we spent way too much time talking about, you know, like the commanders, but talking <laughs> about the Eagles, like, how does it not work for Philadelphia? Like, where are they just out of the like? What could go wrong here, in your uh, opinion? I I think they what they did last year halfway through the season was probably the best thing, but it, it starts with the play calling. Uh, Jalen Hurts the first half of last season was doing they were doing a lot of RPOs and Jalen was just tucking in and and running. Um, if they rely on that, they're not going to do much. Uh, but it also being his second year in this offense, having a consistent head coach in the same system, uh, it's now going to really be on his accuracy and if he can make the throws. And what I've seen so far in preseason, he's able to do that. But I, it's preseason. It's vanilla defense, vanilla offense. It doesn't really mean anything. But it it does because practice means everything in the world when you have live action. Um, also, defensively, the Eagles have – they couldn't tackle worth a damn. Um, and that is going to be a big issue for me this year as well, too. They have the pieces to do it. They have the personnel and the leadership to do it, but can they tackle? Because they have arguably the best offensive line in the league, which is, I think they actually are rated the number one offensive line. They have one of the best defensive lines in the league. So can they piece that all together and walk past that hype? We'll have to see, because last time I heard so much hype around an Eagles team like this, it was called the dream team and they went absolutely nowhere. So it plagues me when I think about that. Was that Chip Kelly? Uh, that was Chip Kelly with Vince Young as your starting quarterback. And, <sighs> yeah. I, think I, think, uh, I think your Eagles are going to be all right, man. Like this, their schedule is crazy easy. Uh, they're going to, they're going to start hot if they play to their potential. I, I do think 
because of the ease of their schedule, there is a small chance that it's kind of fraudulent. Um, you know, I, I think they might have one of the better record wises in the league, but I, I don't know if that'll translate come playoff time. Um, but they're going to have a good record. I pray. We'll we'll see. Sean, <laughs> Sean Payton's going to be the Cowboy coach next year. Mike McCarthy uh, is getting fired at the end of the year. Yeah, that, it's not even a hot take. Like that's that scares me because that's going to be they're getting a great coach. That definitely scares me. But it's enough time on the NFC East. Uh, we've been there for quite some time, even though it's our region. But let's go to the South. Uh, the Buccaneers, forty-five year old Tom Brady. Yes, forty-five, and a banged up offensive line look to return to the Super Bowl. Uh, that is if Tom even plays this year. Uh, the Falcons uh, team hasn't finished above 500 since 2017. Uh, how long before Desmond Ritter is under center? Panthers, Matt Rule, does he survive this season? Uh, CMC, will he stay healthy this whole season? And is Baker the answer? I really didn't like that because I'm just thinking of Iverson. Anyway, uh, Saints, Dennis Allen uh, replaces Sean Payton. Uh consistency from the offense will we see what they do there um dame since you just made a face at me sir who do you have winning this division hands down the bucks um i don't think the line being what it is right now with the loss and injuries and everything else that's happened for them is an issue because of how quickly tom brady gets rid of the ball and just He's like a psychic out there. He's going to know where the blitz is coming from. And if this guy can just put his body on the person blitzing or getting past the old line, Brady will get rid of it. Uh, I I really want to see if Julio Jones can have some type of resurgence. Like I, I think it's going to take for him to maybe run more short routes and slants because Mike Evans is clearly the decoy most of the time until he burns someone and gets wide open. Um, so I, I, I think they'll go to the Super Bowl. Brady's like one of those guys, like he gets vindictive and he's going to drive that team to be more than what they actually are every single time. Um, is Ryan Jensen, is he back? He's, how long is he out for? The year, it's, isn't he? Yeah, he's, that's the center, right? Yeah, he's yeah, out for the year. Over the year. Yeah, okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's a big problem. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You say? Uh, I'm just going to say that I'm the only one here that is not going for the Bucks. The These other three beautiful gentlemen are going for the Bucks. I'm going for the Saints. The reason why I'm going for the Saints is because they give the Bucks a fit every single time they play them. Every single time. They beat them both times last year, too. Um, Tom has a problem playing the Bucks defense. And with not having that offensive line, as we just mentioned, Ryan Jensen, the biggest piece of his offensive line, is not going to be there. He doesn't have his safety valve, which is Rob Gronkowski, which people are saying he's going to come back. He just doesn't want to play in the preseason, didn't want to do all the training camp stuff. I think Gronk is not coming back at all. Um, So with that being said, anytime Tom was in the red zone, his safety blanket was Gronk. Without having that and having had that, his numbers are terrible in the red zone. I mean, he's Tom. And it's hard to bet against him because he's Tom. Um, but the only question mark for me when I go to the Saints is Jameis Winston, right? Uh, I know Jameis can sling the ball. We all know that. Uh, he, he's an upgrade arm-wise from Drew Brees, but he doesn't have the – he hasn't shown the intellect that Drew Brees has on the field and being able to dissect. Uh, and that's due to his interception numbers. But can he stay healthy, right? They also got Michael Thomas back, right? And they got Olave – during the draft so they do have some pieces on that well 
Alvin Kamara too, which people seemingly forgot about him, even with his Jarvis crazy offseason. Landry too. Yeah, exactly. Landry as well. And they got the honey badger on defense and safety. So it's hard for me to not choose the Saints with all the things that I said, which is why I'm not choosing against the Saints. And that's why they're my team to go from there. But Salmon and Harrison, I have a funny feeling being that you're both Jets fans, uh, you, you're choosing not to go against Tom because you, you guys learned no. from the years. Go ahead, with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not picking the Bucks because of Tom Brady. I'm picking the Bucks because of their defense. Like they have a uh, top two like defensive uh backs in the in the league, like secondaries in the league. Uh they have great linebackers. I think defensively they're just so so solid and maybe one of the best defenses in the league. And when you give that to Tom Brady, like we've obviously seen what Tom Brady does with an amazing defense. Like mm-hmm. I, I think Tom Brady's over the hill. Uh, he has been over the hill, but he's still getting it done. Um, and, you know, he's got a good wide receiving core. Yeah, he's going to miss Kronk, but I'm picking the Bucks because of their defense, not because of their offense. Um, I love I love what the Saints have done. Like, they have super a good amount of star power. Like, they're going to be fun to watch. Um, I think if Jameis, you know, Jameis got his eyes checked out and, you know, whatever, LASIK surgery. So, you know, maybe he'll he'll come <laughs> back and throw a couple less picks. But I like what the Saints have done. But I think the Bucks defense is just so stout that they're just going to carry them through through that division. Um, and then for the Falcons, um, I don't know why I like Marcus Mariota. I, I have no reason to, but I, I kind of do. Um, and I feel like he has some good weapons around him. And they are another team with a really good secondary. Um, so I, I think they'll. They won't be terrible. I'm not saying they're going to push for the division, but I'm I'm saying they won't be terrible. Um, and then the Panthers, I just don't see it for them at all. Period. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, Sam. I I like the Bucks despite the three new linemen, right? And I think they're all in the interior, um, which is you know to Dame's point, Brady gets rid of the ball so quick that I think he'll be fine, even though he's like a statue back there. They had Chris Godwin. Hopefully he's fine with that torn ACL. Um, And if, you know, we, you mentioned Dame Julio, if, and I loved Julio Jones and he just, he looked lost in Tennessee, but if he can do like 75% of the production that Antonio Brown had that, you know, I'm not worried about Gronk not being there. Cameron Brate was fine. They have Kyle Rudolph is just a, a blocking tight end at this point, but I, I like the Bucks defense and I think they'll be fine. Todd Bowles can just worry about the defense and know that Tom Brady and, and Byron Leftwich have are going to, Tom's going to run his offense that he's been running for 20 years and he'll be okay. I don't understand the saints team. This is coming from Drew Brees has been my favorite football player since he was at Purdue. I don't understand. If you told me the saints team won the division i'd be like okay i believe you that's fine i can i believe you if you told me they were bottom of the barrel team i'd be like i wouldn't be surprised i think it's very easy to see like dennis allen not coming back next year um hopefully camara in for a football aspect like he beat a dude up in vegas if if you have him on your fantasy team if you're a saints fan hopefully he's not getting uh suspended suspended during the year um from that regard um but yeah with with the panthers i i don't understand teams that we we've talked about a little bit like what are the commanders doing what is you know these teams that are just like grasping at straws at quarterback here with the panthers 
Matt rules 10 and 23 as head coach. They paid a fortune to get him out of his Baylor contract. Christian McCaffrey's missed 23 of the last 33 games, even though I would still take him two overall in a fantasy draft tomorrow. Like I would still do it, but um, you know, that's, I think Matt rule gets fired in the middle of the season. I, I like DJ Moore and Baker Mayfield. I, I'm all over DJ Moore this season, but I, I think the Panthers will be better, but it's, it's going to be hard. It's, it's going to be hard to not win in this division aside from the Falcons. Harrison, I, I don't see it with, the Falcons I like I mean I think Mariota running an offense that he knows and Arthur Smith's offense would be great um you know we'll, we'll get the job done again I don't know what this team is doing drafting Desmond Ritter um but you know I, I Kyle Pitts is a unicorn I they don't really have any other receivers Russell Gage is gone he's at the Bucks that's another I another like weapon for Drake London Drake London yeah I like Drake London coming yeah, out of the draft Ridley's he, not there this year, but yeah, you know, even though they were so, trying to trade, yeah, him. I think you know, I think they're just kind of the same, like Falcons and Panthers, just kind of mediocre, yeah, like it's kind of there, like they're yeah. not terrible, but they're not good either. So, yeah, yeah, you know, who did terrible? Purdue against my no, they didn't do terrible, but they did lose against my Penn State. Uh, I was gonna text you about that, Sam, but whatever. Uh, I'm not a Purdue fan, I know you're not. I just, <laughs> I just like, I just saw Drew Brees on the sideline and I just saw your face. Was he there? Was like, oh, he absolutely was. And I was just got nothing happy because it was like Sam's guy you got to watch his team lose against my team. It just felt great, anyway. Um, so, so let's go to the playoffs. We're gonna run through this really, really quick on that. Um, so wild card, uh, I have the Vikings, Cards, Bucks. Dame has the Eagles, Vikings, Bucks. Harrison has the Eagles, Niners, Vikings. And Sam has the Cowboys, Niners, Vikings. Sam, we are no longer friends. Uh, divisional winners, uh, I have the Rams, Packers, Eagles, Saints. Uh, Dame, I don't know who you have, so you can tell me who you have, sir. Oh, I didn't fill that in there. Um, yeah, Rams, Packers, Bucks. Okay. Uh, Harrison has the Rams, Niners, uh, Eagles, and Vikings. And Sam has the Rams, Packers, Eagles, Bucks uh, for the championship. I uh, have Rams, Eagles. Dame has Rams, Vikings. Harrison has Rams, Eagles. Sam has Rams, Packers. Uh, for the NFC pick for Super Bowl, I have the Rams. We all have the Rams. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the matchup that I have in the Super Bowl was the Rams, and the Bills, uh, Dame, you have the Rams, and you also have the Bills, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, Harrison, you have the Rams, and you also have the Bills as well. Broncos. Broncos. And, That's right. and <laughs> Sam, you have the Rams, and you have the Bills or Chiefs? Bills. Bills. Okay. I still, this Rams team worries me, man. I just, I think. I think the Stafford injury is a bigger deal than they're leading on. Um, yeah, I mean, yes and no, because, I mean, Stafford played with more injuries when he was with the Lions. <laughs> and he was oh, yeah, up dude had like a broken back. Right? Like, he's going to be out there playing. He'd be like, I don't care if I have broken legs. I'm going to play like I did when I was with the Lions and because he has a way better team. Um, but, yeah, I, it's it's his elbow, correct, is what the injury is, the surgery. Yeah, you're, it's just like a pitcher. You're, you're throwing that's his throwing arm too correct yeah so that's going to be that is going to be an interesting injury and especially that he's going to get put on his ass a couple times throughout the season so it, all it takes is one awkward landing 
to to do something with that elbow. But I mean, yeah, if second, he can stay healthy, second toughest schedule in the league, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, it's, I mean, it's a long it's, year, and the Rams for me is just kind of because the NFC is just weaker. Sure. Agreed. Agreed. It's kind of just like they fell into place. That's it's perfect for them. They they basically can rule the division. Uh, Tom, they only had to deal with Tom for a little bit longer. I, I really don't know with with the news of of Tom and the situation that's going on at home. I genuinely don't know if Tom's gonna be able to play this whole season, if at all. Um, from the way that it's sounding at this point, um, and, and this is just all speculation. I obviously don't have anything outside of what I've read, but it sounds like things aren't going too well at home with him making this decision to come back and play. And if that, if he chooses to, to be with his wife over football, I'm the bucks are going to have a, a, a huge problem. And I mean, Blaine Gabbard is a backup quarterback. So yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know what happens, but I I'd have the, we have our matchups for that, but I have the Rams winning the super bowl again. Um, Harrison, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> oh, God. Sam? Uh, Bills. Okay. And, uh, excuse me, I think I had the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. And, uh, Dame, who do you have? Uh, Bills. Let's go, Bills. Okay. okay. Might be. All right. Well, doesn't sound too confident about that. Uh, he, he didn't. He didn't. He sounded really confident about the Lions and Giants, though, but he didn't sound too confident about who was going to win the Super Bowl there. That was, uh... <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Sam, lead us out of here, man. That's it. We're done. Dan- <laughs> Thanks. That was a, that's a great lead. No. Out. <laughs> uh, that, that was our uh, 2022 NFL preview. Thank you so much, Dame Harrison, for for stopping by the mics are always open for you please come back again soon you got to defend these picks so yes. we're not gonna we're gonna hold you accountable here Damn but right. uh for harrison what's up we got to do a check-in like halfway yeah oh we'll yes do it. please let's i'm please. ready finds right now just keep <laughs> keep this recorded and just like start just get snippets and we'll just play him back. Play back. Like, yep. So you <laughs> said this, and this is how it this is how it turned out. So what are you going uh, now? Yeah, let's please do that. <laughs> yeah. So uh for Dame Harrison, Brandon, my name is Sam. Thank you so much for listening to uh Chasing Points Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a nice little rating. It goes a long way. Check us out on Instagram at Chasing Points Podcast. And that's it. Till next week. Peace. I told you I was going to have some for you this week. So this is this is a shout out to the ladies on this one. Um, ladies, y'all had your hot girl summers, some of y'all. It's fall. You are sitting over here trying to get, you know, a man settled down. You might have a man. You might have secured the bag during the summertime. But please understand, 2K is on the way, ladies. Um, the NFL season is starting. Uh, we are going to need our space uh, on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, Saturdays. Um, you got a few days with us. Um, so just just make sure you make plans with your other uh, girlfriends. We're going to be here. We're going to be here. We might be drunk on the couch, but it's our season. It's our season, ladies. We love y'all. Peace.